Welcome to Points of Articulation, episode 207. I'm your host, Justin Chang, and with me is Phil Theobald. We're back again. We did it. There's no stopping this train. <laughs> Maybe. How's it going? Maybe. <laughs> How you doing? Uh, pretty good. Good. How's life? Uh, pretty good, because uh, San Diego Comic-Con is, well, it's still happening, but all the big news came out. Oh, and I know you love comic books. I do. So this is this is this is where all the fanboys go for the latest uh comic book news, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, so yeah, it's cool. I like to read comics too. So what uh what what are the latest uh what's the, what's the big comic book news out of comic convention? The San Diego Comic Convention. Uh <laughs> I mean, this is the biggest comic convention of the year, uh-huh. Justin. Yeah. Surely there's some some big comic book announcements. I'm sure there's some sort of reboot. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, Jonathan Hickman's doing X-Men, both oh. X-Men books. Okay. Uh, there that's we go. starting up soon. Uh, there's a Mark Wade is writing a uh, History of the Marvel Universe comic book. Oh, oh very nice. Um... I don't know what's going on in DC. Okay. I don't think they make many comic books. No. No. Well, there you go, folks. That was all of our news from the San Diego Comic Convention. Um, I don't not a lot really, of toy news this week. Yeah, I don't know why we're talking about the comics. Um, comics aren't really toys, but... It's, it's the comic convention. If we're going to talk about the comic convention, that's what the... I mean, that's that's what it's all about, right? That's why everyone's there, to see the latest <laughs> comic news, right? Clearly? Hasn't been that way for a very long time. <laughs> Nobody cares about comic books at the San Diego Comic Convention. It is true. Yeah. I saw something on Twitter. Someone was looking at, like, the, the Comic-Con app, and it had some feature where you could, like, you know, sort panels and stuff by... You know, by by various categories, you know, movies or TV shows and stuff like that. And there wasn't even an option to sort by comics. Yep. At the comic convention. Poor comics. <laughs> Poor comics. You know, where do you think those Avengers came from? You from, the mind, from the mind of a writer. <laughs> Never happened. <laughs> Not this time. Not a chance. <laughs> Man, it's an urban legend. It never happened. It never happened. This one was invented by a writer. Not this time. It never happened. It's false. It never happened. It's a fake. It's fiction. It's an urban legend that never happened. Speaking of Jonathan Frakes, uh, the yeah. card trailer just went up. Uh, Jonathan Frakes plays number one, not Picard. He plays uh, Will William Riker. Uh huh. We don't know. He might be in Picard. That's true. We don't. Or, oh, oh, you know, it'd be great if, uh, you know, you think it's Will Riker has shown up and then like halfway through the episode, he peels off those fake sideburns. It's actually uh, 
Tom Riker. And he goes, not this time. Not this time. <laughs> not a chance. <laughs> so stupid. Uh, yeah, though, the, uh, the new Picard trailer. You, you like, right before I was about to, to call you to record this, you sent me a link to watch the uh, new Picard trailer from Comic-Con. I'm very excited. It looks really good, right? It's a shame we have to wait till next year. Oh, gosh, it's next year? Yeah, it's a 2020. Oh, that's heartbreaking. Do we know when in 2020? They just said 2020. Ugh. Because, I mean... From what I understand, 2020, there's going to be like 12 months in it. Wait, 12 months? There's going to be 12 months in 2020. One of those leap years? I think so. And yeah, so it's like it could be January, which is like, okay, that's fine. Could be Smarch. Lousy Smarch weather. Yeah, I mean, that'd be a perfect time because then you could stay inside during that lousy weather and and just watch the show. Maybe it's December. I don't know, man. It's a long time in 2020. I want to watch that show now. <laughs> looks good, though. It looks really good. I don't want to say anything because, you know, spoilers and stuff. I want people to be able to just watch the trailer and experience it all for the first time. Mm-hmm. But uh, I was really surprised when uh, Darth Maul shows up as a hologram. <laughs> I was like, man, it's, I mean, it's good to see they're continuing the story they were setting up in Solo. But what a weird way to, to continue it. Are we going to find out how Picard got his name? <laughs> he was at a magic show. He was he was he was going through the border into the Federation and uh there was a, a Klingon officer at the gate and uh a Klingon Klingon guard/aspiring uh, magician. And he said, "What's your name?" And Jean-Luc said, well, my name is Jean-Luc. And he said, no, 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 your family name. I don't I don't have a family. And then the Klingon guard said, well, in that case, would you like to see a magic trick here? <laughs> pick a card. And Jean-Luc said, pick a card. And then the Klingon guard said, that's your name. And that's my magic trick. Boom. <laughs> so there it is. Perfect. That's, that's, the, that's the origin. I don't know if you uh, know this. I've been uh, I've been doing some uh, some part time freelance writing for oh. uh, CBS. You'll be able to see my work in Picard coming in twenty twenty to CBS All Access. Let's hope. We'll see. And then Darth Maul shows up. Yeah, makes sense. But uh, no, it looks really sh- good. We we should talk about San Diego Comic Con. Yes. Uh, and like. The- like- and the hmm? toys, the toys, the toy parts. Yeah, yeah, that's what we're all about. We're talking about toys. Talk about toys. T T A T. That should have been the name. Oh, points of articulation. That's a stupid name. We should have been Tat. Talking about toys. You know, and we could be like, "Yo, get tatted up." Oh man, that would be perfect. Oh, like if someone got a tat tat, we could have like. Had him on our show, mm. you know, as like a special guest. And, you know, tell us how s- stupid you must be to get a tattoo of some rinky-dink little toy podcast. <laughs> and the stories they would tell. I bet it would start with, I was so drunk. Probably. Yeah. But, 
So there's there's a ton of toys. A ton of toys. A ton of toys at Comic-Con. Now, anyone who listens to our show, which is you, you are listening to our show, uh, but anyone who has listened to previous episodes of our show, all, what, 206 of them? Mm-hmm. Jeez Louise. Uh, there are two, two kinds of toys that we really love talking about on this show. That is uh, Transformers, of course, and Mighty Max slash Polly Pocket. Mm-hmm. Occasionally, we'll also talk about Lego. Now, sadly, there was no new news about Mighty Max or Polly Pocket at this year's comic convention. I'm a little surprised that people haven't tried to bring that back, though. It's weird, right? Actually, uh, did you see uh, Toy Galaxy just did a Mighty Max video? Mm, I did not. Yeah, uh, Toy Galaxy on YouTube, which is a fantastic uh, toy channel. I really love Toy Galaxy. And, uh, yeah, they just did a Mighty Max episode expressing uh, the same sentiment that you did. That it's very surprising we haven't seen some sort of Mighty Max uh, reboot. Mm -hmm. or, Or, you know, kind of re-releasing the old toys or, or anything like that. Um, but, uh, no, no real Lego news. No. At the, and they usually don't, right? They don't, they don't usually reveal new stuff at Comic-Con, do they? No, not, not typically. Yeah. Unless yeah. it's a uh, superhero related, uh, last year there was a bunch of stuff, but. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. But yeah, this year. The only stuff they showed off was was stuff that we've seen before, like the sets based on the new Jurassic World cartoon and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but boy, is there a lot of Transformers news. There's a lot of Transformers stuff. Yeah. And uh, even weirder, we talked about this. Uh, we talk to each other offline sometimes. Well, I mean, we work like, I mean, our desks are you know, six feet apart from each other at work. Well, that's why I try to just write to you using post-it notes. (laughs) Uh, But we talked about this earlier. It was, it's weird. So there's a lot of Transformers stuff, but it's Mm -hmm. nothing that's like too far off. It's all stuff that we can pre-order. Yeah, that's true. It's stuff that's coming out like pretty much all this year. Mm -hmm. And not like, yeah, here's here's what the like the next line of toys is going to be here's here's our next big figure that's going to be coming out in 2020 yeah it's all stuff that is relatively like look for it soon so that being said yeah. there is one big exception oh i see where you're going with this runamuck is coming yes Finally, fan vote winner, everyone's favorite battle charger is is arriving. No word on runabout. No, but, but runamuck is coming. Expect a repaint. Yeah, yeah. Is that, it's not, is that the mean, big news? I mean, it's true. Runamuck well, yeah, right. is on his way, but yes, but but that's not that's not till what? Uh, that's not until the the current line of toys the the war for cybertron siege line is done right yeah that's in chapter two of yeah. their war for cybertron yeah. series yeah so so that guy that guy's a little while off but he was a fan vote winner mm-hmm. so they're making him 
But uh, what's what's the big news? Transformers War for Cybertron Unicron. Oh, I got that toy. Oh, yeah. Me too. I, I got, that toy came out like, a, what, a, a decade, if not more ago, right? And I got them for super cheap. Like, they were just clearancing those out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there was a whole end cap at Target that had them for like 20 bucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. The uh, the Armada toy. You know what? I even bought the... Uh, I even bought the Amazon uh, reissued it. Oh yeah, it's a little more uh, movie accurate. Yeah, yeah. It's just I mean, it's you know same mold. It's just a different uh, color scheme to make it look a little more like because it's it's the toys from the uh, Transformers Armada toy line, and yeah, they so so the coloring's a little different than G One Unicron, but the Amazon uh, exclusive one uh, looks really nice. So yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I got that toy. I got that toy. It's weird having a Unicron in my collection that's uh, shorter than, let's say, like, Metroplex. Yeah. You know, because one is a city and one is a planet, and the planet guy is a little shorter, but, you know. I mean, not even a little shorter, like, maybe half the size, almost. It's weird. You know what would be nice? What's that? Is, um... If they made like a huge Unicron toy, like no. a really big one. No, I, I mean, I know what you're thinking. You're thinking about HasLab, the crowdfunded Hasbro thing. Yeah, well, because they did that giant, uh, the the Job of the Hut sail barge, right? Yeah, but, but their next project is Cookie Monster. Oh, yeah, that that like life-size, one-one scale Cookie Monster. Mm-hmm. Which, I got to say, looks pretty awesome. And you know what? What are they? I think it's three hundred bucks for that Cookie Monster. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it's like you know, it's it's the real deal. Like they they took like swatches from the actual Cookie Monster puppet and are like duplicating the uh, material he's made of and you know color matching and you know, it looks super authentic. So I might actually uh, throw in some money for that. Yeah, but s- but it's a shame that they're doing that and. In- not this uh, Unicron you were talking about. Well, you know what? There's no way. That'd be too big. It'd be too crazy. Too complicated to figure out. I'm I'm good. Uh, ta- yeah. I don't have anything else that I need to spend a lot of money on uh, coming down the uh, the pipeline here. So I can... I I have an extra 300 bucks. I can, I can throw at a Cookie Monster. Do you have an extra $575? Let me look at my wallet right now. That you could throw at... Let me look. Look at here. No, you know what? No, I don't. I have a couple twenties. Oh, okay. Well, that's what, what's that's a shame because Unicron's coming and he is gigantic. Oh, what? Yeah, the latest Haslab project. There it is. He's coming. It's Unicron. That was the whole bit we just did. It probably went a little people... too long, but <laughs> as all our bits do. <laughs> You're probably right. <laughs> You're probably right. But. And you know what's terrible though? Uh lest less people think I was joking, I really would love to have that cookie monster. It's a really cool cookie monster. And I was probably going to do it, but then uh Hasbro announced this. Yeah. And I'm just like, well, I can't I can't justify both. But yeah, Unicron's coming. Over twenty seven inches tall. Yep. The biggest figure, biggest Transformers figure ever made. That is huge. Yep. Topping uh, well, I guess uh, the current holder of that tallest Transformer record is the recent Fortress Maximus uh, that came out in, what, like, 
Titans Returns or one of the, you know, one of those previous lines, um, which was a, a retool of the Metroplex figure. Um, but yeah, this guy is bigger as he should be. Mm-hmm. And oh, golly, does he look great. He looks really good. Yeah, it's it's like it's not just that he's tall, but he's bulky. Yeah, well, he apparently weighs nineteen pounds. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's a lot of mass, mm-hmm. you know. You know, I know one of the big complaints people have about uh, current Transformer toys is that they can be a bit hollow. Yeah, you know, they have kind of hollowed out legs and arms, especially and your dietless. I mean, you got oh, the third party oh, yeah. add on, but <laughs> yeah, I, I had to buy some. I had to buy some extra chunks of plastic to plug into my dietless toy because he was so hollow but uh you know at 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 19 pounds i don't think this guy's going to be that hollow no no i mean that's that's a that's a bulky dude he's over 27 inches tall uh when he is in planet mode he is 30 inches in diameter and that that's including uh his rings right like the actual planet itself is not thirty inches, but uh, you know, with the his the ring he has, he is. Um, but if you're going to display him in planet mode, you're well, going to yeah. need a lot of space. Oh, very, <laughs> very much. Yes, thirty inches in diameter. Jeez, that's big. Doesn't necessarily sound big, but you, when you see that thing in person, you're going to be stunned. Um. And yeah, I guess robot mode has over 50 points of articulation. Mm-hmm. So, including like individual fingers and things like that. So, and movable eyes. Oh, really? He sets his intimidating glare on his enemies with movable eyes. Oh, wow. That's cool. Oh, man. That's going to be awesome. Um, and yeah, it comes with a stand that will, uh, support him in planet mode but also uh all the pictures i've seen of him like the prototypes and even the uh the the version they have on display at uh comic uh con has him kind of mounted on the stand in uh robot mode too hmm. you know again probably just to help support his his massive weight right but yeah this thing is and the the, the when he's in planet mode uh, he has, you know, in in the movie, he has those kind of uh, inner jaws that open and close, so he can chomp planets. And uh, yeah, they have a little dial. Like if you move the ring around his his maw, uh, the little teeth uh, jaws open and close, so he can he has real planet chomping action. <laughs> this thing is really, and it looks great. It looks outstanding in yeah. both modes. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like you said, it's, it's 575 bucks, 575 bucks. Uh, it's not so much the price. I think the price is definitely justified, Mm -hmm. but the size is, I can't, I have nowhere to put this. Really? If I were to buy this, I would have nowhere to put it. I, I, I I may, I may break down. I mean, it, it is an awesome looking toy. It is. It is really fantastic. Um, now this is it's a crowdfunded project. Mm-hmm. Uh, the target is eight thousand backers. 
Yes. So if they if eight thousand people do not support this, they're not going to make it. Right. Okay. Um, it's under sixteen hundred right now, but there are mm-hmm. over forty two days left. Exactly. And we we've been talking about this. I mean, uh, we saw this kind of thing happen with uh the the sail barge, the the Star Wars sail barge. Um, we're we're so used to like Kickstarters. Kickstarter has been a thing for a few years now, and Kickstarters tend to make if if a Kickstarter is going to do really well, there's this kind of trend you can you can watch where a Kickstarter will make a good chunk of its money in the first couple days mm-hmm. of the campaign going live, and then there's usually a lull where it doesn't make a whole lot of money in the middle. And then at the end of a Kickstarter campaign, there'll be another boost right? that will either get it over its goal or or just throw a ton more money for, like, stretch goals and stuff. Um, and, and granted, we've only had one HasLab uh, product to, to base this on. But it seems to be following the same trend with Unicron where uh, it's more of a slow burn. Mm-hmm. Instead of having, yeah, like, a giant glut of people at the front and tail ends it's kind of a steady steady stream flowing in throughout the entire course of the campaign yeah so hopefully that is the case hopefully they'll get to the 8000 people um i think there's a very strong possibility they will yeah i think so um yeah uh if you the listener would like to back it you have until uh 11:59 p.m. eastern time Mm-hmm. On uh, August thirty first. Oh, there you go. And you know, I've also I've seen some people complaining about Hasbro um, doing crowdfunding stuff as like, oh, they're a, they're a giant multi billion dollar company. Why are they doing crowdfunding? And and I know uh, you and I we were I mean not complaining, but just thought it was a little weird. Uh, when Lego did something similar mm-hmm. with their uh, Forma line. Yeah. And the first of all, the thing with us and Forma was not that they were crowdfunding. It's that they were using, what, Indiegogo? Yeah. They were, they were using some third-party site, and it's like, you're Lego. You're a giant company. You can create your own crowdfunding program. You don't have to go relying on... On a on a third party one, exactly. If they had yeah. their own crowdfunding site, we wouldn't yeah. have said anything. Yeah, which is what Hasbro has. Hasbro set up their own crowdfunding. You know, they have their Haslab site. It's run entirely by them. Um, but the people complaining that like, oh, why doesn't Hasbro just make this toy? And it's and, and the whole point of the Haslab uh, thing program is that this allows them to make toys that honestly would never sell on the direct market. Yeah. You know, if... Nobody is going to stock a toy this big. Well, that's just it, yeah. If Hasbro decided to make this toy and then go to Walmart or Target and say, hey, yeah, we have this new toy in our line, uh, first of all, it costs $600. So none of your customers are going to buy it. Also, it's going to be it's 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 twenty seven inches tall, 
So the box is going to be gigantic. So it's going to eat up a ton of your shelf space that could be going towards products that are smaller and cheaper and will actually sell. No company in their right mind would stock this thing. Mm-hmm. There's no way. So this is clearly a way for them to say, look, we know the fans want these giant toys, the giant sail barge, giant Unicron, a giant Muppet. But the only way we're going to be able to sell these is if we can sell them directly to you because no store is going to stock them. Uh, but also we need to sell X numbers of these, in this case, 8,000. To make it worth our while to actually create the tooling and, and you know, manufacture them and package them. So this is a totally fair, totally legitimate use of a giant company doing crowdfunding. Yep. You know, it's not like Kickstarter where it's, you know, a couple people in their basement trying to get a... a video game made you know it's not uh some struggling comic book artist trying to get funding to uh publish uh their comic for people to read which is you know that's kind of the idea for kickstarter but yeah this is this is a company wanting to sell something giant and stupid that they know fans will enjoy but walmart would laugh them out of the the conference room yep Exactly. So, yeah. So I'm I'm all for it. Uh, Unicron looks amazing. I'm probably gonna crack and get him. Although I will say, um, uh, robot mode Unicron looks amazing from the front. Yeah. <laughs> I I don't know if you've seen a good shot of the back of him. Um, I was watching a video. Uh, uh, Pixel, Pixel Dan. Is it yes. Pixel Dan? Pixel Dan. Another uh, YouTube toy reviewer. Um, he does some good stuff, too. Um, I was watching. He had a video. Well, he's posted a bunch of videos of him at Comic-Con, and there was a video of him checking out the uh, fully painted Unicron that's on display. And, yeah, he walks around behind it. And because the, the nice thing about Unicron is his planet mode, perfect sphere. It it is, it it just it looks like a ball. It looks like a big plastic ball with with teeth on it. Right. Um. That the that spherical ball shape, uh, has to go somewhere when he's in robot mode, <laughs> and so it looks like he's going to be a, a a bit of a shell former, uh, because if you look um behind his uh his legs his lower legs, in robot mode. It is a, I mean, it actually, it, it kind of looks kind of cruddy, <laughs> but I mean, you know, that those parts have to go somewhere. Uh, and that's probably the least offensive place they could go. Mm -hmm. Uh, but his, the, the back of his lower legs is just a mishmash of tiles stacked upon tiles, stacked upon tiles, stacked upon tiles. So it's like, that's where all the, the roundy bits went. Uh, he also has a bit of a backpack as well. That is made up of a bunch of uh, folded chunks of sphere. So, 
I mean, you're just gonna put this on a shelf and then well, that's we'll just it. That's the front. <laughs> that's exactly it. If you're gonna if you're gonna display them in planet mode, perfect. You have an awesome looking Unicron model. If you're gonna display them in planet mode, yeah, you're not gonna have them like facing the wall. You know, you want to see Unicron from the front looking all awesome and badass. Exactly. So, you know. I can't imagine any way to do it differently because, again, if you want a round planet mode, those round bits got to go somewhere. Mm-hmm. So, but geez, oh, it looks so good. It looks so good. Very impressive. Oh, my gosh. And yeah, I gotta, I'm got i going to close this panel because I'm like getting all <laughs> antsy about him. What else? What other Transformers stuff? Because there's a ton of We wasted so much time talking about Unicron. What other Transformers? Uh, yeah, we can get about? through some of these. We, we talked about Runamuck already. Yeah, that's true. We did talk about Runamuck, which... Um, a couple years ago, the Transformers Collectors Club did their own runabout and runamuck, uh, that were, uh, uh, retools and repaints of the, uh, classics, uh, wheeljack figure, mm-hmm. which, uh, made for really good runabout and runamuck. I yeah. really like those toys. Yeah. They looked really nice. Yeah. I still have them. Um, will I get new? Wait, which one are they doing? Run amok. Run amok. And I, I, obviously they'll repaint him as runabout at some point. Will I get the new ones? Uh, I don't know. Maybe. We'll see. I really like uh, the current one that I have, though, so it's... I am slightly irritated that the fan vote winner was not Needle Nose, because we have a spinister coming. That's true. And that would be the perfect uh, companion. Yeah. Yes, yes, because they're, they're in the IDW comic, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... But, eh, but, but people want their, their runamucks and runabouts. Yeah, well, you know. Everyone remembers the classic uh, Marvel comic issue where they were driving around the U.S. Uh, spray painting graffiti over national monuments. Do you remember that one? I do. I remember yeah. that cover distinctly. Yeah, what, what did they write? Uh, humans are dumb? <laughs> Is that what it was? <laughs> was that was that the, the, the words, the, the, the English phrase? Because the joke was they were driving around, because, uh, I mean, Runabout and Runamuck are kind of just like Beavis and Butthead, mm-hmm. if they were Decepticons. Just two idiot, bonehead, uh, punk troublemakers. So the whole gag was they were driving around the U.S. spray-painting national monuments just to just to irritate the humans. But they were writing in, in Cybertronian language, so all everyone was just like, what, what, what's all this junk covering uh mount rushmore and then they finally learned to write in english and they i think it was i think it was just humans are dumb that they spray painted on the statue of liberty which is ridiculous and hilarious uh the other marvel comic that stands out is transformers are all dead oh yes starring one shockwave yes do you like that segue that's a really good segue. I can't. I, I. I don't know where you're going. I love that. That's Marvel uh, Transformers issue number five. Shockwave looking really cool on the cover, declaring that the Transformers are all dead except for him, of course. Mm-hmm. I do love Shockwave. You know, Shockwave had a, a new toy recently. Yeah. That leader class uh, toy in the Transformers Siege line. I put leader class in quotes. Yeah, I mean, he's a Voyager <laughs> toy, but he has a, a bunch of armor parts that yeah. justify the higher price point. But you know what? I, I picked up that toy because I like Shockwave. And it's actually, it's a really fun toy. Well, that toy's getting a repaint. 
Oh, yeah? And two, Transformers Generation Selects Galactic Man Shockwave. Holy cow. This is a crazy homage to the Radio Shack <laughs> Galactic Man toy, also known as Shackwave. Shackwave. Because as as I, I probably most people know, probably most people listening to this show, uh, the original Transformers toys for the first couple years of the of the Transformers lives, like eighty four, eighty five, uh, maybe a little into eighty six, but probably just eighty four, eighty five. Those toys were not designed as Transformers, of course. They were designed from multiple Japanese toy lines in Japan. Diaclone, um, what, Microchange? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and a couple others. And uh, Hasbro licensed them to bring them to the U.S. and give them character names and bios and personalities and stuff. Uh, and one of those toys was, of course... Uh, Shockwave. Do you remember the company name that made oh, Shockwave? I can't. I can never remember. Yeah, I don't either. Because yeah, it was not. He was not part of like the Diaclone or Microchange lines. He was from some other company. That particular mold. Uh, but I, I don't know what legal goings ons happened back then. But Hasbro got the rights to bring the Shockwave mold over to the U.S. But somehow Radio Shack <laughs> also got the rights to it. Yeah. Yeah, so so Hasbro released it in purple as the character Shockwave, Evil Decepticon. And uh Radio Shack, which as far as I know doesn't exist anymore, does it? Mm, there's probably Radio- like a handful of stores yeah, left. Yeah, there might be. Uh, yeah, uh, Radio Shack released the toy in uh, a gray color scheme uh, under the name Galactic Man. It was the same toy, just different color scheme. Mm-hmm. And not a Transformer. He was a Galactic Man. <laughs> but Hasbro's doing a Galactic Man homage. It even says Galactic Man right on his chest. Yeah, it's not even a subtle thing. It's not even like, oh, here's Shockwave in gray, nudge, nudge, wink, wink. It's like, here's Shockwave in gray. We're going to name him Galactic Man Shockwave. Also, he has the words Galactic Man slapped right on his chest, which is just like the old Radio Shack toy. (laughs) This thing is beautiful. I don't know how they can get away with that. Probably probably because Radio Shack doesn't exist Probably, anymore. yeah. <laughs> There's no one to sue them. Although, actually, I mean, you know, Radio Shack hasn't touched Galactic Man since probably 1985 anyway, so. That's why they went out of business. Should have brought, <laughs> brought a Galactic Man back. Actually, you know what's terrible? If, if Radio Shack did reissue like the old Galactic Man toy, it would probably sell a crap ton. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so so we're getting the Galactic Man Shockwave. Yep, and it's up for a pre-order now. Yes. We uh, we both uh, pre-ordered it. Actually, I did not. Oh, you didn't? I did not. No, because, um, I mean, I... <laughs> I Come on, I you love, love the crazy homages. I love an obscure homage as much as the next guy. And I'm not saying that I won't buy him at some point. I'm just saying right now, uh, after the Hasbro panel, I pre-ordered a ton of Transformers. In fact, I think 
Galactic Man Shockwave may be the only toy that they announced at Comic-Con that I didn't pre-order. <laughs> also, Unicron is still in my maybe but probably yes pile. All so right. All right. I'm trying I'm trying to save money cuz this is what 60 bucks? It is 60 bucks. 60 bucks. I mean, that's a that's a tenth of a Unicron. So, but this is Galactic Man. I just I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. All right, we'll see. But he, uh, yeah, it's a, it's available at Entertainment Earth's booth if you're at Comic Con. But oh uh, yeah, that's right. But it's yeah, up for can... pre-order for everyone else now. Where on earth did you get these super space toys? At Radio Shack, they got out of this world fun at down to earth prices and a complete selection of Earth games and vehicles, each sold separately, batteries not included. Only at Radio Shack. Over. Roger, Roger. Speaking of awesome homages. Yeah. Let's talk about uh, Refractor. The hell is a Refractor? You may know him as Reflector. Oh, oh, you mean the iconic uh, Decepticon camera uh-huh. from G1. Yeah, they can't call him Reflector anymore. He's Refractor now. Three robots who combine to form uh, a, a camera. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes, these guys were... Uh, Originally, back in the G1 days, you could only get them via a mail-away offer. Uh, so I never had them. And uh, they were pretty prominent in the first uh, few episodes of the uh, cartoon. Yep. The old G1 Transformers cartoon. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they yeah they were three mostly identical robots that uh, did not have their own separate alt modes, but they combined to form a... Uh, yeah, like a... Uh, what we today would consider a pretty old-fashioned camera <laughs> it's true sad yeah. but true yeah uh yeah so refractor uh getting a repaint so we're getting the animation accurate refractor yes uh soon yes which uh, they they added because yeah he's he's uh just the robot and then they gave him kind of a quote unquote like spaceship mode which just kind of looks like a little plastic rectangle mm-hmm. and then if you happen to buy three of them three of the same figure from the transformer siege line you can combine them into uh, a camera yeah yeah but this now they are selling all three of them together uh but they're all kind of repainted and retooled a little bit to look more like the old g1 toy and it is amazing it I'm very excited about this thing. Yeah, yeah. the The robots have individual color schemes now. Yeah, uh, they have the accessories to make them more uh, G one toy accurate. Yep, and they come with Kremzy, and they come with Kremzy, <laughs> the little the little electrified uh, gremlin critter from the old G one cartoon. And they come with um, uh, well, they're slightly retooled. They're robot mode chests. Because the old toy, uh, uh, one of them had kind of a the camera aperture on his stomach, and the other two did not. So they have that, but they also have extra little parts that are that uh, attach to him to make him look more like an old fashioned camera. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they have like uh, one has like big shoulder pads that kind of become the top of the camera. One has a shield. That fits over his arm, that clips over the camera, 
mode to make it look more like kind of an old-fashioned camera. And then one of them has an old-school flash bulb, which were things that cameras used to have to have uh, in order to take pictures in darkened uh, settings. Mm-hmm. But, it, it, oh, it looks so good. It's very G1 toy accurate. Yeah. Very excited about this. The uh, Transformers Generations War for Cybertron Refractor Reconnaissance Team 3-Pack. 70 bucks. Up for pre-order now. Yep, I pre-ordered mine. Um, another 3-Pack that is currently available is the Rainmakers. From- oh, yeah. From Transformers War for Cybertron Siege. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, these look terrible. <laughs> so the the Rainmakers are a name given to a trio of generic background Decepticon Jet Seeker characters from the old G1 cartoon. They appeared in like one episode. And they were clearly just like, let's take Starscream's character model. We'll just slap solid colors on it. And suddenly it's a new generic background Decepticon character that can show up and blast the Autobots. And then they get blown up or they leave and you never see them again. You never hear from them again. They're never actually named in the show. And now we have a three pack of like what? How, how much is this three pack? It's is like- this another- 80 bucks or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. Now, this, these are repaints of the new Transformers Siege uh, Voyager-class Starscream mold. Uh-huh. So they turn into Tetra Jets. Yep. And, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a pretty decent toy. I have the, I have the Starscream version of it. Uh, these are, I believe, t- are these Target exclusives? No. Uh, Red Wing is a Target exclusive. Yes. That is another uh, Seeker repaint. Uh, but this, yeah, this three pack comes with, uh, their names are Nova Storm, Acid Storm, and Ion Storm. One is yellow, one is blue, one is green. And they look awful. They look like knockoffs. Yeah, they really do. Because they have practically no detail. It looks like, it looks like someone took a Starscream toy, held it over a bucket of yellow paint, and just dipped it in. Mm hmm. Boom, there it is. Put it on the shelf. Very little detail on it. I mean, there's a couple gray highlights on them. But they do. They look like knockoffs. It looks like you you, you go into a dollar store and you'll find this set on the shelf. Yeah. You know? Terrible. Looks terrible. So. Uh, There's a MicroMaster 10-pack as well. um, Yes. Which I do want. Yes, I want this as well. Repaints of uh, existing MicroMaster molds uh, from the current Siege line. Yes, but not repaints in the sense that we just dunked them in a bucket and now they're one solid color. Correct. These actually look like someone took some time (laughs) to to make them into decent-looking toys. Mm -hmm. And uh, some of these, I was looking, because there's pictures of the back of the box. You can see the names of all ten of these. New little MicroMasters, some of them, not all of them. Uh, some, are, I believe, are original characters. Uh, but uh, some of them are actually homages to old G1 MicroMasters, hmm. which is kind of cool. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely want this set. Uh, I just like MicroMasters. Yeah, same here. Um, 
not included in that MicroMaster set. Well, I guess he's not a MicroMaster. A uh, Rung, which we didn't put on our list. Oh yeah, that's right. He's we, a he's a battle master. Yes. Basically um, a target master. Yes. Yeah, Rung. Anyone who's read the uh the IDW Transformers comics, uh the More the Meets the Eye series specifically, knows and loves the character Rung, who was an original character created for that comic. Mm-hmm. And he is the Autobots uh, psychiatrist, basically. You know, they they come to him when they have uh, when they're when they're need their mental health uh, fixed up. Yeah, I'm just blown away. They made a rung toy. I know, <laughs> and he's he's a great character. And there's kind of this this ongoing gag in the the comic for for a while where nobody knows what he transforms into, and. I got. I'll. I got. I'll spoil the gag. I guess because, and you know, they revealed this years ago, and certainly the toy kind of plays into it. He transforms into just like what? Uh, it's like a like a pole, mm-hmm. like a like a giant metal stick. The rung of and, a ladder, you would say. Yes, exactly. And he turns into pretty much just a, <laughs> just just a, a pole. Uh, that I'm sure they're gonna play off as like a, being like a, a stun stick or something like that. Yeah, you know. Uh, what else we got? Uh, let's see. Oh, uh, Ratchet. Yep. Come on, you knew Ratchet was coming. Of course, repaint of the uh, Siege Ironhide toy, mm-hmm. which I've talked about here on the show before, is a wonderful toy, one of my favorites. Walgreens exclusive. Yeah, that's weird. Well, I mean, it's not weird. Walgreens has had exclusives, but it still seems weird to me that a drugstore uh, gets exclusive toys. Oh, it's the medical Transformer. So. Oh my gosh, I didn't even make that connection. But you're absolutely right. So there you go. Um, I'm actually on Walgreens' website right now. Nope. <laughs> still not available for pre-order? Yeah, the... At the Hasbro panel, which was what two days ago, or was it yesterday? I don't remember. I don't remember. They the when at the Hasbro panel at Comic Con, uh, they were showing off all these new toys that were coming out this year, and just about all of them had a little starburst on the slide saying, "Hey, these are going up for pre order today at five thirty and pretty much all of them did at five thirty or very shortly thereafter. Uh, but for some reason, uh, the Walgreens one has not gone up for pre-order yet. But one that did was the War for Cybertron Siege Fan Vote Battle 3-Pack. Yes. Which, uh, you, this one, you did pre-order. Yeah, the, uh, there are there are three multi-packs coming out in the Transformers Siege line. Uh, some we've talked about on the show before. Uh, there's the one with the... Sky Warp and a couple of little Battle Masters. Uh, there's the one with the uh, G2 uh, Sideswipe and uh, Slam Dance, which is the Flywheels recolor. That Sideswipe needs that G2 logo. It really does. It looks so wrong without it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there's this this new one, the Fan Vote Battle 3-Pack. Uh, all three of these uh, multi-packs are Amazon exclusives. And you can bet your bottom dollar I got all three of them, all three of them pre-ordered because I'm an idiot. Uh, but yeah, this uh, particular 
pack comes with um they are repaints of three uh, uh deluxe class toys from the Transformers Siege line. Uh one is Impactor, uh the uh leader of the Autobot Wreckers team. But in this version he's a Decepticon. Yep. Which is that from the comics? I don't know. I, I haven't I'm not caught up on the comics. So. Yeah, I'm not caught up on the comics either. So maybe maybe Impactor's a Decepticon at some point. He looks exactly the same as far as I can tell as the regular Impactor toy that's coming out. Uh same color scheme and everything. He he has a Decepticon logo on his chest instead of an Autobot logo. And his uh his head sculpt is different. Uh it looks a little more I I I'll have to look up the comic. It looks like it's more accurate to his appearance in like Last Stand of the Wreckers or something. Mm. Um but you get him. Uh you get a uh holographic Mirage, which is just the Transformers Siege Mirage Mirage toy. That's what they do with Mirage every time. Yep. Do him up in clear blue plastic. I'll take him. Uh and the 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 standout for me the real reason I want this set is there is a uh, a repaint and a retool. He's got a new head of the Cog figure from Transformers. She's Cog, of course, is the uh, uh, Fortress Maximus's little drone buddy that they released a few months back, and um, he's one of those toys in the Siege line that is meant like he has a robot mode, and you can kind of pop off all his parts and reconfigure them into a vehicle mode. Uh, but you can also pop off all his parts and they all turn into various weapons that the other Transformers can use. Uh, but they are repainting and retooling him into a Power Dasher, uh, specifically the car Power Dasher that now has the name uh, Aragon. Hmm. Not Aragorn. <laughs> He is not he is not the the strider. Uh he is Aragon. But yeah, the uh the power dashers. This is a pretty obscure This is very obscure, yeah. G one reference, yeah. Uh the power dashers were uh, these were also mail order exclusive toys back in the G one day. They were uh they were relatively cheap. Uh I think they were probably the cheapest of the mail away figures you could get. You had to send in a couple bucks and a handful of the little robot points that you cut out from the the old G1 boxes. And you would get, there were three different power dashers. And they were pretty cheap, simple little toys. You know, they were, they were, they were not the, the highest quality Transformers. Um, but there were three different ones. You You didn't even get to pick which one you got. It was just like, we will send you a random power dasher. It's going to be one of these three. And there was a car, there was like a, a spaceship jet-looking one, and then there was a drill tank. And they are actually, uh, yeah, retooling uh, Cog to look like the, the race car one. Which is, you know, works okay. Yeah. You know, does a decent job kind of homaging that uh, figure, even if it's not exactly... You know, like a race car looking thing. Uh, but what cracks me up is that he has a new head um, that looks like the old Power Dasher head, uh, which had a kind of a weirdly human look to him. Hmm. You know, he had kind of human looking eyes and a nose and a kind of human looking mouth. Uh, but yeah, he's got a 
He's he's got a very power dasher looking head. It, I'm very excited by this ridiculous homage. Yeah, it's really cool. Um, I I don't want the other two personally. Right. So yeah, that's why I did not get this three pack. Yeah, I mean, I, I I'm getting the regular Autobot Impactor. So I I'm just like, why 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 do we have a Decepticon version of him? Um, I will gladly take a clear action figure. I like clear toys, mm-hmm. so sure I'll take. But I mean, the Power Dasher, I really want the Power Dasher. Yeah. So yeah, so yeah, I got him on. Or that's seventy bucks for that three pack. <laughs> Yeesh. Maybe I can sell the Impactor. I don't know, but uh, yeah, so that's coming. Another three pack that's coming. It's mm-hmm. available on Hasbro Pulse and came out. Uh, it was the page went up with little fanfare until someone noticed yeah. it. Uh, it's a three pack of G1 mini cassettes. Mm. Well, it's not really a three pack. They're calling it a three pack, but it's like one is separate. And then, yeah, yeah, you get two, two are packaged together. The third is packaged separately, but you have to buy all three. Yes. And Which is say- unfortunate. Yeah. <laughs> That one that's by itself is not very exciting. We don't need it. Now, when you say G1, you don't mean like a G1 homage. No, I mean G1. This is like, these are actual G1 molds. Yeah, they, they're, uh, they're Hasbro is doing mm-hmm. the awesome thing of bringing in some uh, formerly Japanese exclusive yep. cassette molds. Uh, yep. They did that before with the uh, Bumblebee toys uh, from last year, the yep. uh, SDCC exclusive. Um, yeah, so they're bringing out, uh, Gurafi, Noizu, and Frenzy. I don't, I don't care. <laughs> Sorry, I just can't get excited about Frenzy. Friends, Frenzy's been re-released many times. Yeah. I was, I was telling you, I, uh, years ago, geez, I wonder if it was 10 years at this point. Many years ago, there was a San Diego Comic-Con exclusive, uh, reissue of G1 Soundwave. And he came with, you got Soundwave, and you got, like, I think all of the, well, no, not all of, because you didn't get the dinosaur ones. But you got, like, like kind of his main crew that everyone remembers. You got Rumble and Frenzy, the two human-looking ones. You got Laserbeak and Buzzsaw, the two birds. You got Ratbat, and, of course, you got Ravage. Mm-hmm. And, 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 you know, Frenzy, like you said, you know, he's been re-released plenty of times. So it's like, who, who needs another Frenzy? Anyone who's collecting G1 cassettes has Frenzy. Yep. So, but you know what? These two dinosaurs never released outside Japan. And the G1 versions of them are hundreds of dollars. Yep. For one of them. And even then, good luck finding someone willing <laughs> to sell it. Yeah. So, uh, Graffy is like a pterodactyl, like mm-hmm. a red pterodactyl. Uh, and, uh, Noizu is like a light blue T Rex. Yes. Like what we used to think of as T Rexes, like, yeah, like yeah. His tail and everything. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The, yeah. What, what everyone thought T Rexes looked like in like 1986. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and Graffy and Noizu, uh, can combine into a robot. Yeah, the decibel. That's pretty cool. So I am 
I'm excited about this. And you bought two of each. Yes. Of two, of the, two of these sets, right? One to open, one to keep in package because they're uh, putting them in G1 packaging. And yeah. I do not want to mess up that packaging. Uh, yeah. So they look, they look really nice in their packaging. They even use the old Hasbro logo, mm-hmm. which I am just noticing now looking at the pictures. They're using the old school Hasbro logo on the front. Uh, I only bought one of these packs. I will open them because uh, I do want to to play with them. Uh, but geez, these are really cool. Thirty five bucks, uh, and they will be available on uh, September eighth, twenty nineteen. Yep. yep, over there at uh, Hasbro Pulse, you can you can pre order those. Uh, what else we got? Last Transformers thing. Uh, wow, we've been talking for a while. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I know, but an hour of Transformers. And we haven't even gotten to our own personal picks yet. I know. Uh, Transformers Generations 35th Anniversary Classic Animation Optimus Prime and Megatron. Yes. These are Walmart exclusives. The, the Voyager class toys. Yeah, they're well, they're, yeah, they're repaints of the Transformers Siege Voyagers. And you're thinking, oh, who cares? They're just yeah. repaint these toys that are currently out. Whatever. Yeah. These are cell shaded. These look amazing. They look like they're f- straight from the cartoon. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, you know what? They but look more like. You know what? They they look like how you remember the cartoon. Yes, looking. I mean yes, the original cartoon was not. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. They, I mean, they look closer to Devastation. Uh, yeah, if, the, yeah, the video game Transformers Devastation. Yeah, they look amazing. Like if you look at these, to- like the pictures of the toys, if you look at them from a distance, you will probably think they're drawings. Mm-hmm. They look great. Like they have the the multicolored kind of a uh, shade coloring going all you know, like on the windshields, on their legs, the arms, even their weapons have the paint on them to make it look like. You know, anime light reflecting off of them. I mean, these these two, they look like eighties anime. They are wonderful looking. They look so great. <laughs> I'm so excited about these. I can't believe I've seen a lot of customized fan uh, paint jobs to to make uh, their toys look cel shaded like this. I never thought we would see an official. I mean, has has have they done? Takara probably did something like this a couple of years ago that I'm forgetting about, but I do not remember ever seeing nothing that I can recall. Yeah, right. I I, I never thought that I would see an official Hasbro kind of cell shaded release like this, but they are stunning looking. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, both Prime and Megatron look great. I will probably just have these in robot mode. I'll probably put them in a display case. And they will just stand there looking amazing and animated. <laughs> yeah, you uh, were able to get uh, pre-orders in at uh, Walmart. Yeah, yeah, their website. Because um, the Walmart that is by us is terrible for toys of any kind. Actually, the, the Walmart by us has the worst toy department I've ever seen in a Walmart. I don't I don't even think they carry transformers. Hmm. Like like 95% of the time I go into that store, 
they just they just flat out don't have a transformer section. Like they don't even have like shelf tags with empty pegs saying, "Oh, this is where the transformer should be." It's like just non-existent. Every now and again I'll see like, "Oh, we got a box of deluxe class toys and we'll just dump them out here on the shelf." But yeah, it's just it's uh, so I was I was nervous about this, but luckily, yeah, I got the orders in on the the website. Yep. And got me a uh, sound blaster as well, which I yes, yes, a repaint of the siege sound wave, of course. But it's not cell shaded, unfortunately. It is not. It's just battle damage, which looks dumb. Yeah, it does. But but it's sound blaster. It's sound blaster. And if you want another G one frenzy, oh yeah, that's right. You can go to Walmart, (laughs) get the G one two pack of frenzy and laser beak. Yep. And nobody um, needs more frenzy. Yeah, well, they're doing a lot of, because uh, Walmart's reissuing G1 uh, Shockwave, or not Shockwave, but Soundwave. You can go to Walmart and get a G1 Soundwave that comes with Buzzsaw. Mm-hmm. And then they have, yeah, two two packs. You can get the Frenzy and Laser Beast pack and the uh, Rumble and Ravage pack, which is pretty awesome. So. But yeah, we don't need another Frenzy. Just in case you need another Frenzy. <laughs> Should have been Enemy. It should have been enemy. Should have been anybody. Yeah. Anybody, but frenzy for crying out loud. Yeah, enemy would have been great. Uh all right. That's the Transformer stuff. That was a Oof. lot of Transformer stuff. Uh Oof. we're gonna talk about three different things that we picked out that we mm-hmm. want to talk about. Um three non Transformer things. Yes. We're we're yes. done with Transformers. Yes. Um I guess I'll go first. Go for it. I will talk about the WWE crossovers from Mattel. <laughs> uh, they're crossing over with Ghostbusters and Ooh. Masters of the Universe. That's so weird. It's weird, but really awesome. <laughs> it, it kind of is. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, the Ghostbusters ones, you get um, Stone Cold Steve Austin, you get The Rock, Shawn, the Heartbreak Kid Shawn Michaels, and uh, John Cena Ooh. as uh, Ghostbusters. Nice. Uh, it's kind of weird that, or just the. It seems like they took existing WWE toys and then threw ghost cloth Ghostbusters jumpsuits on them. Yeah, it does look a little weird. <laughs> <laughs> but sure, whatever. Yeah. Uh, and Undertaker is the ghost that they're busting. Yeah, of course. And he's holding a uh, you know ghostly WWE championship. Yeah, but he yeah, so he's cast in kind of it's not quite clear plastic, but it looks maybe a little translucent. Mhm. Uh but it's purple. Uh so what's I mean like the display stand that they they have him on at the show is kind of modeled after the the rooftop uh from the climax of the first Ghostbusters movie. Uh but he's but he's purple, you know, so he doesn't really look like uh like uh, Gozer. I mean, the Undertaker, his color scheme is purple and black, so... Yeah, that's true. They're just kind of like, ah, purple. Yeah, yeah, we'll make him a purple, ghostly thing. Mm-hmm. And then the belt is uh, a nice kind of slime green color. Yep. Which is cute. Yeah, these are... Uh, they're interesting. Not interesting enough for me to buy them, but yeah. it is a weird thing. Uh, the thing I'm... The crossover I'm more interested in... Yeah, this Masters of the Universe crossover. The yeah, because this... the ring <laughs> that they're in, <laughs> yes, is like it looks like 
Castle Grayskull. Yeah, it, it's 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 like that kind of green sculpted rock that that Castle Grayskull is made out of. It looks it really looks like authentically Eternian. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and you have all the wrestlers and they're um well like well what what wrestler you know you know the wrestlers better than I do. Um you got John Cena, you got Finn Balor and Sting and they're all um proportioned like masters of the universe toys. Yeah. And they have like masters of the universe weapons too. Like mm-hmm. John Cena, he's wearing what looks kind of like He-Man's chest armor but with like like one of his like t-shirt logos on it. Yep, the never give up uh t-shirt. Yep, and he's carrying he's got a shield and a battle axe. Um uh, who's he fighting in the ring there? Uh that looks like Triple H. Is that yeah it, it does, right? And Triple H he's wearing like the uh like Skeletor's uh terror claws. Mm-hmm. Remember those when he like yeah, Skeletor just had those giant gauntlets with the massive claws that hook onto him? Um I see Sting outside the ring and he's got this thing that makes me want to sing. He's got some bling. You see what I'm doing here? I'm rhyming. No, he's got claws. He's got claws. He's, he looks like a, <laughs> a clawful. The uh, the evil Skeletor's evil minion clawful, the giant lobster dude. Sting has uh, Sting has clawful claws, and uh, who else? Ultimate is yeah. Ultimate Warrior's got like some sort of magic staff. Mm-hmm. And who's 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 looking like Shredder there? That's another Triple H. Oh, that's another Triple H. Okay, yeah, he's got yeah, he's got like. Just, I don't know what He-Man figure that's supposed to represent, but yeah, he looks more like Shredder. And then uh, who's who's up on the ropes? Uh, Finn Balor. Finn Balor, who I do not know. I'm not familiar with Finn Balor, but he's... I don't know. I'm not recognizing those weapons that he's decked out with, but it's probably yeah. some weird He-Man homage. Yeah, his thing is he's like... He paints himself up to be the demon, quote-unquote, and no, it's kind of okay. like Venom, so... Oh, okay, yeah, that kind of explains the kind of venomy tooth looking collar around his neck. Yep. Okay. But yeah, these are ridiculous and really amusing. Yeah. So they're really goofy. I'm not gonna get them, but yeah. they're really interesting. Yeah, they are pretty funny. <laughs> Friggin' staying with his lobster claw. And I guess it looks like he's holding a lobster or well, I guess um, I well, I guess it's more scorpion. Because he's Sting, of mm-hmm. course. Yep, so it looks like he's holding a scorpion tail. Yep. That probably clips onto him or something. And I guess that's more of a scorpion claw than a lobster claw. But again... I mean, it's red. It looks like a lobster claw. It's 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 homaging... Uh, uh, what's his name? Clawful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, that's pretty great. Um, What is your first pick? Oh, let's... Uh, Let's talk about, well, you know, I'm going to talk about these because uh, they were at the show. Uh, I do not know if there's going to be a way to get these after the show. It's going to break my heart if there isn't. Uh, but Super 7. Super 7. Super 7. They do, like, those are re- reaction toys, those kind of, like, homage to the, the crappy old Kenner action figures. Right. Um, they, you know, they do a lot of toys every year. Um there's a like they're doing a they're doing a Metropolis toy. I really want that Metropolis yeah, toy. The uh, uh, Maria, the the gold robot from Metropolis. 
that figure looks because it, it's, it's decked out. It actually looks like an old uh, Kenner Star Wars package, mm-hmm. uh, complete with the uh, collector coin, which looks man, I really want that toy. Uh, but what I the one I actually want to talk about is uh, they're doing uh, Peanuts toys hmm. at Comic Con, like old school, like nineteen fifties era Peanuts toys. Uh, Peanuts, of course, the classic Charles Schulz comic strip. Uh, and yeah, they're they're figures based on some of the old like 1950s comic strips. So there's like one of Charlie Brown dressed as a cowboy and Linus wearing a little paper pirate hat, Snoopy uh wearing like a like a raccoon uh hat. Yeah, like the like a Davy Crockett kind of thing. Uh S- Sally, Charlie Brown's sister, but she's a baby. Like how she was when she was first introduced. And there's a Lucy and there's a Schroeder. And they're all like the old school character designs for these uh, guys. And they look so good. They look really, really wonderful. Yeah, you're and not usually a fan of the reaction stuff. No, I'm I'm not. Um, but these are, because I mean, you know, those, those reaction toys, like, like I said, they're made to look like the old, you know, 70s and 80s Kenner Star Wars figures. Mm-hmm. And they're made to kind of look intentionally crappy. You know, that's that's the gag with these figures. Is it's like, oh, wouldn't it be funny if there was uh Breakin? The old breakdance movie. What if they what if Kenner made Breakin figures back in like nineteen eighty four? And certainly there is a three pack of Breakin toys you can get at Comic Con. <laughs> and they look like, you know, crappy old Kenner Star Wars figures. Um and, you know, and they do that aesthetic for all of their licenses. And sometimes it works. You know, they do like Aliens toys, you know, based on the Aliens movies. And those are actually kind of homaging a line of Aliens Kenner toys that were almost released back in the day, but ended up not being released. And then it's like, you know, they're doing like, oh, what if Nightmare Before Christmas was a 1982 movie and Kenner made toys. It's like, who cares, you know? Uh, but these uh, Peanuts ones, these are not done up to look like crappy uh, Kenner figures. They just look like, I mean, they're under the reaction brand, but they just look like we're going to make nice action figures based on Charles Schultz's uh, 1950 character designs. And they look great. Yeah, they really do looks so wonderful and i'd love 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 to get them but it seems like the only way to get them is at comic-con and i'm looking on ebay and people are already charging like 200 bucks for the set of six of them dang so i'm just like i i can't do that yeah not with unicron on the way yeah well yeah i know right (laughs) but uh let me see here. Super 7 Peanuts I'm typing into eBay. Yeah, $169 or best offer for all Perfect. six. Yeah. Uh, people seem to be selling them individually for like 30 to 35 bucks. You know? Uh, there's there's another one. There's actually a seventh figure um, that is uh, kind of like first appearance Charlie Brown. <laughs> I mean, it literally is, because um, the the one Charlie Brown figure I was talking about, you know, he's dressed like a cowboy. Mm-hmm. The separate, like, first appearance Charlie Brown figure, it's it's based on his look in the very first Peanuts strip, 
and and certainly the package he comes in the card back is just a reprint of the first strip and you know charlie brown he's very simplistically drawn his shirt doesn't have his iconic uh zigzag stripe on it um so it'd be a really cool figure to have again because the figure looks great the packaging is wonderful but people are charging like 55 bucks for just that one yeah yeah so uh they also did a uh a vinyl figure a 16 inch uh long vinyl figure of snoopy and it's a uh it's a reproduction of a gag from an old Peanuts comic strip where uh, it's like a Halloween gag where Charlie Brown has like a, a Snoopy mask and he puts it on and startles Snoopy with it. And then Snoopy gets back by uh, wearing a Charlie Brown mask, this kind of creepy looking. It's very creepy. <laughs> Charlie Brown mask. And, you know, that's the gag in the comic is Chuck is is taken aback and startled by Snoopy wearing a creepy human mask. And now there's a 16-inch large vinyl figure of 50s-looking Snoopy wearing Charlie Brown's striped shirt and a, and a big vinyl mask over his face of Charlie Brown's round head. I don't like it. It's I love it. I don't like it. You know what? I love it. I don't love it for the... Uh, well, let's see. Buy it now for four hundred and fifty dollars. Mm. I don't what, love it that deal. much. I don't love it that that much. Oh, this one's only three hundred and seventy-five or best offer. Wow. I wonder if he'll accept my offer of let's say fifty dollars. <laughs> I'm guessing probably not. Probably not. Oh, also he's charging thirty-two dollars shipping. This thing does not weigh enough to justify charging. $32 for shipping, but I digress. Here comes old Charlie Brown. Good old Charlie Brown. Yes, sir. How I hate him. Well, speaking of Super 7 and mm-hmm. uh, exclusives that we'll never get our hands on, uh, the Super 7 Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, yes. Uh, reaction figures. Yep. Um, these are done in the standard reaction style where they look yep. like the old Kenner toys. But right. what I really like about these uh-huh. is the weapons. That they- well, I think I see this is one of those instances, you know, I was just kind of kind of ragging on that style. I think that style works for these turtles. Because these are these are specific homages. These mm-hmm. are homaging the old Playmates figures. Yep. Like you get all four turtles and they're all. The same color because they had different. The the old Playmates turtles were different shades of green, so you could help you know just to kind of further identify them aside from their headband colors. So they're the same colors, and what you were saying about their weapons, the weapons are straight out of the uh, Playmates toys. The that <laughs> you know that orangey tan color. Yep, <laughs> yep. That old uh, just flat orange tan plastic weapons, and it looks perfect. On yep. these uh, on these toys, uh, and uh, they're in a pizza box <laughs> uh, for this uh, set, which is cool. Each one is carded to a slice of pizza. <laughs> of course, it is. Uh, it was seventy five bucks at the show. Looks like yep. Uh, a lot more on the secondary market. Yeah, go figure. <laughs> go figure. Ooh, that Metropolis figure is fifteen bucks at the show. I wonder what she's going for on eBay. Yeah. 
Probably a lot more. Yep. Yeah. But yeah, these turtles look cool. I like them. Yes. I yes. will never be able to get them, but yeah. Yeah, it's sad. Uh, what do you got next? Uh, what do I have next? Let me see here. I'm now, so now, now I'm flipping through all the uh, flipping through all the uh, uh, Super Seven stuff from that uh, from the Turtles thing. Let's see what's uh. Oh, you know what? I want to talk about. Um, there's a company called Blitzway. Never heard of it. Never heard of them either. <laughs> uh, and they they make um, you they they make stuff that we don't normally talk about on this show unless we're talking about like maybe a Hot Toys kind of thing. Uh, but they make they make larger scale uh, figures, kind of like the doll style figures uh they do one sixth scale quarter scale statues uh, apparently they're doing a one twelfth scale line of inspector gadget figures hmm. so one one twelfth scale that's probably what six inches yeah that's like the standard marvel legends or star yeah. wars black series yeah uh, so if you're yeah, if you're into the old inspector gadget cartoon uh I don't, yeah these are not based off the matthew broderick movie oh i'm, a, then, I'm sorry then i'm out <laughs> Uh, you can get those, uh, but that's not what I want to talk about. I want to talk about their one twelfth scale Zorro. Oh, based on the Antonio Banderas movie. Everyone's, uh, you know, when you think Antonio Banderas, you think Zorro. Yeah. When you think uh, iconic superhero, you think Zorro. Of course. Stop it! They they are doing a Zorro toy, but that's. We can't figure out why. <laughs> uh, maybe because the license was cheap. Yeah, I don't know. I, maybe, maybe there's some nostalgia for this Zorro movie. Maybe that there is. We just are not aware of. Maybe there is. I will say this: we're making fun of their Zorro figure. It actually looks really nice. It does. The the it, yeah, the mold looks great. Uh, his it yeah. looks like Antonio Banderas. Yeah, the head sculpt looks really nice. The the you know he's got a cloth outfit with like kind of fake leather gloves and boots. Looks really nice. Um. Uh, they also are, and again, this is, a, you know, Blitzway. I've never heard of this company. They may be new. I don't know. They're also doing a Jimi Hendrix figure. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, you know, one twelfth scale Jimi Hendrix, which looks, again, looks really nice. You know, really looks like Jimi Hendrix. Uh, it's one, but, one six scale. Sorry. I just oh, want to clarify that. Oh, oh, he's one six scale. These are all one six scale. It's only the inspector gadget. That's one twelfth. Oh, scale. was I saying one? Was I saying one twelfth? Yeah. Okay. No. Antonio Banderas. One six scale, Jimi Hendrix one six scale. So these guys are going to be about a foot tall. Yeah. Um, now I don't collect one twelve or one sixth scale figures. Never have. You know they're cool. Mm-hmm. I like them. Don't get me wrong. I say don't get me wrong a lot. <laughs> I've been realizing that lately. I say don't get me wrong constantly. I gotta. I gotta stop that. I gotta vary up my speech patterns a bit. That's how um, no, it's shattered class U is when they say do get me wrong. <laughs> do get me wrong. But um I may have to break my uh my I, I don't buy one six scale toys for this next two pack that's coming out, even though it's probably gonna be expensive. It will be. They they the price is T B D for this two pack. Uh you and I were kind of guessing maybe like three hundred. Three to four. Yeah. Just because one six scale figures are expensive. 
Yeah, I just have no idea what the pricing structure is for Blitzway. Like Hot Toys stuff goes for more, oh, yeah. but that's because yeah. they're Hot Toys. Exactly. But boy, I got to tell you, these look great. These two figures. Um, they look outstanding. They're, the, the face sculpts look great. They look kind of dead on to the to the characters. Uh, their clothing, which again, it's all cloth clothing, looks really good. Uh, which is kind of hard for for toys, you know, to get like really good looking cloth toys. The accessories look amazing. Uh, this most excellent duo. Uh, these non heinous toys. This this most triumphant collection. It's uh, Wayne and Garth. Oh. From uh, classic Saturday Night Live skit. No, yeah, we're we're not worthy. We're not worthy. <laughs> we're not worthy of these toys. No, it's Bill and Ted, man. Yeah, they are doing these two stunning-looking Bill and Ted figures. Uh, they are wearing their uh, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventures outfits, and they look so friggin' good. Holy crap! Bill looks like Alex Winter. Ted looks like. Keanu Reeves. Uh, their outfits look spot on to the movies. Uh, they both come with their guitars. Uh, they're holding tiny little guitar picks. <laughs> I mean, look at look at. There's a, a picture. It's kind of a close up of the Bill figure. Look at the the detail on his hand holding the pick. Mm-hmm. Just like the shading on his hand, like all the little folds and stuff of the the skin, looks so good. Um, looks like it all, it doesn't come with a phone booth, unfortunately, but maybe fortunately, cause that would drive up the price probably another 150 bucks easily. Uh, but it does come with a pay phone that's on a stand. So you can have them like holding a, holding the phone. Uh, looks like the set's going to come with like, uh, Ted's backpack that he carries with him on his most excellent adventure through time. Uh, looks like there's some signs, like some wild, like, like hand-drawn looking wild stallion signs. Uh, looks like it comes with, a uh, wild stallions, uh, CD. Which, were CDs really a thing back when Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure came out? I don't know. They were kind of new technology at the time. Maybe they got it from the future. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> um, also, I, I don't. There, there's this accessory that they show that is confusing to us. Uh, it, it looks like a, um, it's got, they got a tiny uh, video camera. And, you know, it's one of those big, bulky, like, 80s video cameras. Mm-hmm. Like the kind Marty McFly had in Back yeah. to the Future. And, um, well, certainly Bill and Ted used uh, the camera as well uh, in, like, the, the, I believe it's like the, opening scene of the movie when we're introduced to them. Right. I believe they're holding the cameras, like taping themselves uh, during practice, right? Yeah. Um, But this camera appears to be hooked up to a tiny TV. And you would think like, okay, so it comes with a little prop TV and a little prop camera to recreate the first scene of the movie. But then you notice when we were looking at this picture yesterday that it looks like the camera is functioning. Yeah. Because <laughs> on the TV, it's showing an image of what appears to be the roof or, or the ceiling of the hall that they are in. Like, 
that the camera, which is sitting on top of the TV, that's the image the camera would be recording? Yeah, I don't know what's going on there. <laughs> so, and and the the the, the, the description that we're we're looking at toyarc.com uh they do not mention this at all um does this toy come with a very tiny yet functioning video camera that you can hook up to a tiny t- monitor first of all very unnecessary if so <laughs> second of all that's <laughs> definitely going to drive the price up it's very true but i guess you could have your bill figure holding it and aiming it at ted and then you could have ted's image on the tv maybe if that is indeed what this thing is i don't know i don't know i don't know but i want it yeah these are amazing look yeah yeah they look so good yeah it really depending on price i might consider them myself yeah because man i love bill and ted Great and, movie. And of course you got the Bill and Ted Face the Music number three coming out next summer. So yep. um oh this uh Blitzway, they're also doing a really amazing looking Astro Boy figure as well. Mm-hmm. Uh it's just like hey, you know, go to go to Toy Arc and look it up. Uh it's like uh like a pod that opens up and it's Astro Boy and he's like he's got his uh armor shell stripped away so you can see all the you know, gears and servos and stuff inside him. And then you can like all the, all his body parts are kind of mounted on the doors of this pod and you can reassemble him. looks very expensive. Yes, it does. It's got <laughs> led lights on it. So his eyes and his heart glow looks really wonderful, but yeah, also probably very expensive. Uh, what's, what's your last thing? Last thing, NECA, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I'm in a real Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles mood, apparently. Well, uh, who can, who can so NECA, is doing a cartoon two packs. Nice. Uh, from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yep. Uh, in these two packs are Case Jones, April O'Neil, Foot Soldiers, Bebop, Rocksteady, uh, the Turtles, of course. Yeah. Uh, Metalhead, which is awesome. Nice. Uh, Leatherhead. Oh, yeah, the alligator. Uh, Roadkill Rodney. The Who's little, Roadkill Rodney? Those robots. Uh, you may remember them from the uh, Turtles in Time video game. Oh, those are the, the ones that with the, the they drill out of the ground. Yep. And they have, like, the whip arms that electrocute you? Mm-hmm. Awesome. Uh, and Shredder cool. and Krang. Nice. Uh, yeah, they look really cool. They're very yeah. cartoony. I... Definitely want the Bebop and Rocksteady. I want I mean, that I, metalhead for sure. I want all of them. Let's let's be honest. But uh, and Slash, I want Slash. Yeah, yeah. But I I really like Bebop and Rocksteady, so I may have to get those. It looks like these are going to be uh, Target exclusives, huh? Mm-hmm. Yep. Pretty cool. Uh, NECA is also doing uh Turtles in Time uh toys. Yeah, the video game. The video game. Yes. Uh, so these are the NECA does a lot of the vi- quote unquote video game style ones where it's like pixels. They paint pixels on the existing yeah. toys. Uh, so that's what they're doing with these. Um, yeah, you got, uh, you got Donatello, Leonardo, Slash again, a new, a new Slash. Yep. I'm all for that. Uh, did you say a, there's a, did you say there's a news flash? News flash. News flash. Flash. <laughs> Dateline, San Diego, California. 
Newsflash, newsflash. <laughs> Coming to the NECA Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles line. And uh, Foot Soldier. And uh, the Turtles and the Foot Soldiers have uh, hoverboards because it's yeah. Turtles in time. Yeah, just like that that stage in the game. Very uh, good are, game, by the way. Oh, yes, it it really is. Uh, are these going to be two packs or are these separately? I think they're separate. Okay. Uh, definitely want to get that slash. Yeah, I really want that. Yeah. Actually, I'm going to click on this big bad link right now. Oh, yeah? Ugh, they're only selling it as a whole selling it, set. Selling it as a group. Ugh. Set of four figures. I only want yeah. slash. Especially because I have the, uh, a couple of years ago, NECA did a four pack of the kind of pixely looking turtles as a Comic-Con convention. And I, I have that. So I don't, I don't need Donatello and Leonardo. You know, I just want Slash. Yeah. I just want Slash, man. I want the cartoon Slash and the video yep. game Slash. Yep. They both look great. Uh, yeah, that's, that's, uh, all my stuff. Cool. Uh, last thing I wanted to talk about is, um, a a line that that I don't normally talk about uh Marvel Legends. Hmm. Hasbro's Marvel Legends. I mean, Hasbro Marvel Legend toys are great. Yeah, but you're not usually a collector of these. But I don't usually I I did buy the Spider-Ham as you should. Figure that came out, the, the Marvel Legends Spider-Ham and I did buy the uh uh Marvel Legends Venom uh that came out uh just so I could pop his head off and pop the pork grind head. That came with my spider ham. Uh -huh. So the venom I, for spider yes. ham. Yeah, yes. Yeah. yeah. Pork grind is, is yeah. Spider ham's venom equivalent. So I have those two guys. Uh, but they are doing, um, there's a couple things I wanted to, to talk about because they're doing a line of, uh, uh, end game, uh, figures from the, you know, the Avengers end game. So we got um, uh, Valkyrie, we got uh, Heimdall, got Captain America, uh, you got Vision, uh, you got Iron Man, um, Mark uh, 85, okay, um, and um, I lost it, uh, oh, Iron Patriot. So it's like, okay, so you have that line of you know, from from the Avengers movies. Most of them are from Endgame. Uh, Vision is from Civil War. Heimdall is from Infinity War. Uh, they're all, they all they're all great. They all look fantastic. Uh, but the real star of this show is the Build a Figure. Yeah, I'm real bummed as he's the Build a Figure. Yeah, it, it makes sense, but still. Yeah. Um, Endgame spoilers. I know that movie has been out for months now. It's probably coming to home video real soon. I think it is coming to home video like in a matter of weeks. I'm guessing most people listening to the show who wanted to see it have already seen it. Still, I'm going to be nice and say spoiler warning. Skip ahead like a minute. If you don't want to hear endgame spoilers about this Build-A-Figure, the uh, Build-A-Figure is Fat Thor. It's so great. It's Lebowski looking Thor. He's got his big baggy pajama pants. He's got his Crocs. He's got his his dirty hoodie. He's got his filthy bathrobe over it. He's got his long scraggly hair, his long scraggly mountain man beard. 
Uh, but he still he's still got a Stormbringer with him. So it looks fantastic. Yep. It's it's really hilarious. Um but yeah, it's the build a figure. Uh so I don't you know, I, I don't want to buy what six figures in order to get him. Right. I may look into just seeing if I can buy it separately on eBay, but something tells me he's gonna go for stupid money. Yep. So anyway, that's great. I probably won't get it. Um <laughs> But I'll tell you what, there is a Marvel Legends figure that I am going to get. Oh, oh, actually, did you see? Um, this is not the one I'm going to get, but did you see that they are doing a Marvel Legends, um, Giant Man figure? Oh, no, yes, they're doing a Giant Man figure, which is really, really cute. Um, I think uh, where where is it? So he's he's obviously he's uh. I think he's like 10 inches because Marvel Legends are normally like six inches. Right. And I think Giant Man is like 10 inches or something. He's he's obviously bigger because he's yeah, Giant Man. It's funny because they list him as the six inch deluxe Giant Man. It's like, no, yeah. he's much he's bigger. He's definitely not. <laughs> yeah. It is That's the whole point. Not. Yeah. He is. I, I think I saw somewhere where he is like 10, maybe 12 inches. So. That's pretty great. If you want to have a giant man uh, hanging out with your Avenger toys, you got him. Um, but the one I am interested in is uh, they're doing a. I don't. I don't know if they because again, I'm only like you know half pay attention to the Marvel Legends stuff. They've probably done this before. They have a vehicle assortment. Yep, they've been doing those recently. Okay, uh, so there's they announced uh, four. Uh, or I guess three three new ones. I guess um, I don't I don't know three. Yeah, there's a uh, cosmic ghost rider. Yep. Uh, so you know, six inch uh, figure of cosmic ghost rider, and he's got his uh, space motorcycle. I do enjoy gets... the cosmic ghost rider comic. So is I'm, it good? I'm pretty tempted. I see. I didn't even know that was a thing. So, um, oh, you know what? These other it's, it's a little confusing the way I'm looking at toy arc. Uh, they have a couple things under the vehicle assortment that are like Deadpool <laughs> packs. Yeah. yeah. They, they're not vehicles. They're not vehicles. They're not vehicles, but it's just like, oh, you get Deadpool and you get Hit Monkey and then like a ton of accessories. So. But no vehicles. But no vehicle. But it's kind of cute. Um, but there is a vehicle set that I am interested in because it is the. Uh, this is a Marvel Legends figure that I've been wanting for quite some time, and I never thought we would get her. And we are getting her in spring of 2020. We are getting Doreen Green, who you may know as Squirrel Girl. Mm -hmm. We are getting a Marvel Legends Squirrel Girl, and I am so, so delighted by this. <laughs> uh, she The vehicle uh, that she comes with is a scooter, like a like a Vespa style motor scooter. Uh, it is kind of a nice uh, teal color. Uh, it's got, it's got like a like an old school bicycle horn, like you know one of those <laughs> uh, rubber bulb uh, horns on it, and it has a basket attached to the front. Uh, and she comes with three of her squirrel friends. So comes with a uh, monkey Joe and. Uh, I forget the uh, the other squirrel, but then uh, Tippy Toe, 
Gotta have Tippy Toe. Her recent squirrel buddy, uh, Tippy Toe, is the one who wears the little pink ribbon around her neck. Mm-hmm. His neck? I think Tippy Toe's a girl. I can't remember. I believe Tippy Toe is a girl, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, they're doing a squirrel girl, Marvel Legends figure. And my my wife, who is walking through the room, just heard me say that and gave a thumbs up. Here, hon, look at this. I'm digging. Oh, I want that scooter. Isn't that great? Yeah. We're totally Check buying it. Check it out. That. Of course we are. We're totally buying it. So, yes. Uh, so I'm excited for the Squirrel Girl uh, Marvel Legends figure. My wife is also very excited about it. So <laughs> now I just need to convince her to get that excited about the Unicron figure. Ah, yes. That's the real trick. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so that's, that's, the, that's, that's why I'm excited about Marvel Legends. I can have Spider-Ham hang out with Squirrel Girl now. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. So some pretty cool stuff uh, out, of, out of Toy Fair this, uh, this year. Or not Toy Fair, uh, Comic-Con. Yeah, San Diego Comic-Con had some cool stuff. Um, yeah. Again, it's kind of weird that the Transformer stuff is not, like, more future stuff. Yeah, I mean, I, I know... Well, I mean, again, and you and I were talking about this yesterday. Uh, there was kind of rumors going around that they would reveal who the next Titan class... Like, the, the, the next kind of mass market titan class figure a lot of people were speculating they would announce like a scorponok figure uh but we were figuring they probably don't want to do that because it's going to kind of step on unicron's toes right you know they don't want people going like oh i i would throw money at unicron but i want to get that scorponok next year so uh yeah so i think that is a show if you'd like to reach us you could do so on twitter we're at poa podcast facebook.com slash points of articulation email poapod at gmail.com uh, you can subscribe to us on apple Podcasts or on google play music and we're also on spotify and stitcher radio uh thanks for listening everybody and we'll talk to you later bye bye oh, no. i think you want us to say something what should i say make something up Be excellent to each other.